A large portion of the Jewish nation has returned to its homeland, but the heart, soul, and mind of much of the Jewish nation are still in exile mode. This state of affairs must and will inevitably change. This is Torah Nation TV from Jerusalem, and we are speaking with the head of Machon Shiloh, Rabbi David Bar Chaim. Shalom, Rabbi Bar Chaim. Shalom. According to certain theories of political science, the people of a given nation are the sovereign. Is this also the view of Torah Judaism? There can be no doubt that this is not the view of, of Torah Judaism. In the Torah itself, in the book of Devarim, Deuteronomy, we find the following statement. This is in chapter 17. It says as follows, that when the Jewish people enter Eretz Yisrael and ask to uh, establish a monarchy, to choose a leader for the Jewish people, should they say, I wish to place, so the Jewish people say these words, I wish to appoint and place over myself a king, like all the nations round about me. The Torah continues and says that Hashem allows this, you may do so, but there is a caveat. There has to be, uh, there are two conditions, which are really essentially one and the same thing, or two sides of the same coin. It says, it has to be a person that Hashem chooses, and, and then it goes on to explain further, to, in more detail. It has to be from amongst your brethren, from amongst the Jewish people. You may not appoint a foreigner, a person from without the Jewish people, to be the leader of the Jewish people. Who is not your brother. And the question, of course, is why? And the other question, which perhaps should be answered first, is what does it mean when we say that the leader of the Jewish people has to be chosen by Hashem? Hazal already explained in the Sifre that we are to approach the Navi, the prophet of that time, and ask him for instruction, that Hashem indicate to him who is an appropriate choice for this terribly responsible and uh, unique position of leading the Jewish people in this world uh, in accordance with, with the Torah, because this is the, this is the crux of the matter. A person who is a foreigner, who is not of the Jewish people, who is not familiar with the Torah, who did not grow up uh, from birth, from childhood, with a, uh, a solid grounding and understanding of what Torah Judaism and Jewish history and Jewish destiny are all about, such a person cannot be a proper leader for the Jewish people. And therefore, he has to be chosen by Hashem. And therefore, also, he has to be someone from amongst the Jewish people, a foreigner, even if he's a very well-intentioned person, even if he loves the Jewish people and wants to do the best for them, he cannot possibly uh, fill this role. And this is what we find in Rambam, in Choth Melachim, or Milhamot, at the beginning. Rambam writes, En ma'amidim melech tehillah, one does not, uh, in other words, the normal way of things, one approaches this question of appointing a leader for the Jewish people. I constantly uh, use the word leader as opposed to king because there are uh, many different opinions already amongst the Tanaim 2,000 years ago and amongst the Rishonim 1,000 years ago, 700 years ago, and amongst the 
the commentators, the Mufashim on the Torah, as to what is the ideal form of regime for the Jewish people. Is it in fact a monarchy? And if so, what kind of monarchy, for example? Is it a hereditary monarchy or not? Or is it something more akin to what we would call today perhaps a presidency or something along those lines? So these are separate issues. And as I say, there are different views on, on the subject. But there's no question that the leader of the Jewish people has a central role to play in the, uh, not just the day-to-day -day affairs of the Jewish people, but also to plot out their future course, their destiny. And this is, a, of course, a matter of the, of the gravest concern and of the utmost importance. And it cannot be uh, something left to ignorant and unschooled and uh, uh, improperly trained people to make such decisions. Therefore, Rambam writes, We go about this in the following way. It has to be done in this fashion. Such a person, such a leader is to be appointed only by the Sanhedrin of 71 Torah sages. And also, according to the instruction and the consent of uh, the Navi of that time. As Yoshua was appointed by Moshe and the other leaders of the people at that time, and as, as were the first kings of the Jewish people, Shaul and David HaMelech, who was appointed by Shemuel, who was the Navi of that time, and the other leaders of the Jewish people, the leaders of the tribes, etc. at that time. This is the normal way of things, because it cannot be the case that people who are unfamiliar with the aims of the Jewish people, the destiny and the God-given task that Jewish people are to fulfill in this world, it cannot be that such people should have uh, the final say in who should lead the Jewish people. This is an entirely inane notion. People perhaps who believe that the people, the masses, even the unschooled and even the uncouth uh, are the sovereign, well, according to that understanding of human affairs, perhaps it makes sense that the masses, however ignorant, uh, misled, bamboozled, or misinformed, particularly by uh, deliberate disinformation campaigns in the media and the like, no matter how disinformed, misinformed, and lacking in understanding they may be, they are to choose the leader. Well, according to that way of looking at human affairs, perhaps it makes a certain sense. And the results will generally also be uh, in, in accord with that way of looking at things. And therefore, as we see today, if you look around the world, the, those who lead uh, many nations today are very far from what I think a reasonable person would consider to be the right kind of material for lead, leading a nation in a longer proper path. But according to the Torah, this is certainly not the case. And therefore, it has to be based on uh, people. Such decisions have to be made by people who are well-versed in the Torah, who have a, a very uh, profound understanding of the Torah and also of the ways of the world. And they have to uh, also turn to Hashem and ask for his instruction in such a matter. And that is the purpose of the Navi. Now, a person could ask, and it would be a very legitimate question, to ask, what about when there is no Navi, when there is no prophet? The Rambam addresses this issue in another 
place in his Mishneh Torah, the Sanhedrin, Perak Hamishi, the beginning, where he writes as follows. And here he does not use the word tahilal, which means the correct fashion, the normal way of doing things, all things being equal, is to have a Beth Din and Navi, as we saw in Choth Melachim. Here he simply says, one cannot appoint a king, one can only do so based on the decision and the uh, consent of the uh, Sanhedrin, the Beth Din Agadol, the great uh, Beth Din, in which there are 71 Torah sages. There are two reasons the Rambam writes uh, this, makes this statement in this fashion in these halachot of the Sanhedrin, and why there is a small difference, but a very important difference, between uh, this statement here and what he said in the Choth Malachim. First of all, the Rambam always addresses uh, the particular context and issues that he is dealing with in those particular halachot. So when he speaks about Hilchot Sanhedrin, he is simply informing you, first of all, that there are certain uh, tasks which may only be uh, carried out by the Bedin Agadol, by the Sanhedrin of 71, and not by a smaller Bedin of 23, for example. On top of that, Ramam is also telling us that by not using the word tehila, the word which means lechatchila, in other words, the normal and correct and ideal way of doing things, by not saying so, he is informing us that sometimes, as we know, there is no nevuah, there is no navi, which is not a normal situation for the Jewish people. Uh, this, is, this is, in fact, a considered to be a very defective state of affairs when there is no ruach hakodesh, when there is no divine inspiration, in an obvious manner, in the form of a navi, within amongst the Jewish people. But when there is such a state of affairs in existence. It is obvious that the Jewish people cannot be uh, simply left without any leadership. The Jewish people still need to be led. Uh, we're talking about the, the sovereign Jewish nation living in its land. They have to have a government based on Torah values and ideas and precepts. And this person, the leader of such a system of government, of such a regime, has to be chosen with the utmost care. So even if there is no Navi, it still has to be done according to the uh, understanding the instruction, the, the uh, advice, and the consent of the Sanhedrin. It cannot be done against, against their will or in opposition to their uh, explicit uh, view on the matter. And this, same, this very same idea we find in a Teshuvah of Rav Kook. In a Teshuvah of Rav Kook in Mishpat Kohen on page Shin Lamed Het 338, Rav Kook writes that when a leader of the Jewish people is chosen to lead the, the, the people like a king or a president or something along those lines, he stresses, In other words, this can be done and must be done both with the uh, consent and by consulting the, the people. In other words, the people have a role. They have to... Uh, indicate that they recognize that this is the right person for the job, and they accept, they accept his leadership. And this is what we see with Shemuel. When Shemuel chose Shaul, he brought him before the people for, him, for them to uh, become familiar with the person who was chosen for this position and to accept him. And the same was true with Dawid HaMelech. But it also has to be done, says Rav Kuk, it has to be done in accordance with the instruction, with the advice and the uh, input 
of the Beth Din, of the leading Torah sages of that time. Because if it is not done in such a matter, then we are not talking about a Jewish government properly constituted. We are talking about uh, the rule of the rabble, the rule of the media moguls, and uh, perhaps uh, different um, agencies in, around the world who attempt to uh, have some influence over elections by all, all kinds of underhanded means, as, as, as we hear of late in the, in the news. This is not the, the correct approach to choosing a, a, Jew, a leader for the Jewish people. In fact, it's not the correct approach for choosing uh, the leadership for any people. But as we said before, if people insist on the notion that the people are sovereign, well, let the people then make their choice and suffer the consequences. And this is in fact what the Western world is uh, experiencing today. And the consequences are not very good. For the Jewish people, we have a clear instruction and mandate from Hashem how to go about doing this. And it is not by simple majority uh, rule, not by uh, the, based on the view of every man on the street, but by people who, have, uh, who are imbued with the spirit of the Torah, who know what Hashem wants of His people and what the Jewish people must uh, strive to, to uh, achieve in this world. Thank you, Rabbi Bar Chaim. We would like to encourage our listeners to share these podcasts with friends and send in your responses. We would also like to suggest the following opportunity to our listeners. If you identify with Rabbi Bar Chaim's message and would like to sponsor or dedicate a podcast in honor or memory of a loved one, if you would like to obtain Birkon, Nusach Eretz Israel, or invite the rabbi for a speaking engagement, please email us at office at machonshilo.org.